Thank you to Boxed Water for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Single-use plastic bottles threaten our ecosystem, and Boxed Water is doing something about it. By making the switch to Boxed Water, you'll be taking a step towards saving our planet. And for every photo of Boxed Water you post on social media with the hashtag BetterPlanet, two trees are planted on your behalf. To date, they've planted over 1 million trees in our national forests. To learn more about Boxed Water, visit www.boxedwaterisbetter.com and use code ROGUE25 to receive 25% off your first order through December 31st. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. I am your host, Laura Swan Seekman. And guys, this has been a freaking year. Actually, we're just over halfway through, and 2020 feels like a damn decade, doesn't not? Obviously, we are all dealing with what's happening in the world right now, but for most everyone I know, their personal lives are taking a hit also. I'm talking relationships, health problems, job issues, you name it. Everyone has something going on beyond some of our national issues, and it is a lot, like our our life included. So you know what we don't have time for right now? Soul-sucking energy. Soul-sucking energy from anyone. Facebook group Karen, our jobs, the news, whatever. I'm over it. You should be over it, and we should be spending our energy where it matters. These are little energy-sucking vampires all around us, and we let them stay there. And what do these look like? Well, I'm going to tell you, and we are going to talk about how to get rid of them from your life so you can find more peace and happiness in your everyday. So although they can be a bit cheesy sometimes, I am totally game for a good cliche statement here and there. I mean, they wouldn't be repeated so often if there wasn't some truth or lesson to them, right? So one that I truly believe in is you are the company you keep. And if you sit and think about that for a minute in your own life, You might look around like me, which I do sometimes, and be like, yeah, this this crew, this vibe, this is not a good look for me. So acknowledging that doesn't mean you're calling people in your life or your circle bad people or the things in your life worthless. Some of them just have bad energy and too much of it at that. And Because of that, they suck your good energy to supplement or lifeline themselves. They're just soul-sucking energy. And these soul-suckers aren't necessarily the people and things closest to you. They tend to hide better than that. They are there in the wings, lingering, ready to soul-suck the next time you pay them attention. So this can be a, a coworker you see each day, maybe aren't tight with, but you just you encounter them every day. 
the news channel you always put on TV when you get ready in the morning, just as background noise. Maybe you're not even listening, truly listening, but you know, you're letting your brain absorb that energy. Or the friend that only texts you when she has something to complain about. Nothing else, uh, just when she wants a good complaining fest. You're her go-to person. So recently, when quarantine started to happen all around and businesses temporarily closed, I myself started to fall victim to some of that soul-sucking energy. And honestly, when the, the changes began happening, I actually felt ignited. I was so inspired and ready to talk to even more people about creating a digital space for their business. They had to see it now, right? How important connecting via social media, having a well-designed branded website, and having control over their products and offerings were, right? Like they had to see it now. I had webinars and programs, this podcast, and so many other ideas come to mind. And personally, I see challenging times as motivation. I've had enough of them in my life where I can use that as fuel for my fire. And I kind of look at it as, oh, the universe wants to see what I'm made of? Okay, game on. I'm ready. But clearly not everyone else feels this way, and it really started to ruin my vibe. Now, I'm not insensitive to the fact that times have been hard for a lot of people. People have lost their jobs, businesses have closed, and everyday life has spun spun around so much that a few of you might not even know what state you're in. I get that. But what the hell does wallowing do to help all of that? Sure, I mean, take some time to feel your feelings. That's important. But then do something about it. That's one of my personal pet peeves in life. If it is worth complaining about, it is worth fixing. And if it isn't worth fixing, then you shouldn't have anything to say about it in the first place. So I had a full week one month, recent month, of conducting all my monthly planning calls with my social media clients and I could barely keep some of them focused on the content that we were trying to plan. So we'd start the call with their generic, oh my God, can you believe what is happening? Banter, and then work into all the negative phrases you can think of. Like, well, this has been canceled, or well, we can't do this now, or people won't want this, blah, 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 blah. So... Then they would ask what I thought about it. And in my head, I was like, great, I can turn this around. We're going to make this a positive conversation. We're going to come up with a plan. Like, I got this. Center stage. Here we go. So I would say it's a great time to amp up your digital content game. And how I was so happy we had been working together for a while now and had branded platforms to rely on solely for the time being and how I was going to help them pivot with their services and offerings until we could get back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that looked like. And I swear, some of them didn't hear one word I said. They just went back to complaining. And when we tried to plan their content, I would just get a lot of, well, I don't know, Laura. I just, I don't know. So 
yeah, clearly they didn't have the same energetic vibe as I did. And that's fine. Maybe they just need more time to get there. But then in between calls, I made the glorious mistake of popping on Facebook and scrolling through posts and local groups or listening to the news. And I couldn't believe the way people were speaking to each other, the amount of time these trolls had to spend arguing with someone they'd never met over the stupidest topics or points. I mean, it was literally keyboard warrior paradise. Seriously, like it was a heyday out there and it was exhausting. And most of the news outlets have the same dismal voice inflection, negative commentary, and forlorn pictures over and over. And I could literally feel my blood pressure rising and my anxiety swirling around in my chest. And I started losing the motivation I had felt early on in this hot mess that we're living in. And I had to check myself. I had to take actionable steps to remove these things and stop devoting any of my attention to them. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Connor Knox. Sisters Jesse and Vanessa opened Connor Knox in 2017 with a passion for fashion, and they've brought it. Their pieces are some of the cutest I've seen, and new arrivals roll in all the time. Plus, you get fast, free shipping on all orders in the U.S., you can snag 25% off your next Connor Knox purchase with the code Laura25 at www.connorknox.com. Be sure to follow them on social media at Shop Connor Knox also. So I got started with my actionable steps. I removed myself from all of the local Facebook groups. I muted or snoozed accounts that I didn't want to lose contact information for, but couldn't stand reading their posts. Um, I guess if I haven't liked or commented on anything in a really long time, either Facebook isn't showing it to me on accident or maybe it's on purpose. But anyways, I turned off the news. I knew if there was something big enough to know about, my husband would tell me. He likes to watch the news. I stopped checking in and reaching out to friends and family I knew would always direct the conversation back to some type of complaint they had. And I reread through my notes and ideas for my business and got excited again. Like I have, I have to get my ideas out of my head and onto paper. Otherwise, I get incredibly overwhelmed. I have a lot of ideas. And so I keep these notebooks and you know, pieces of paper where I jot stuff down. The notes section of my phone looks like a crazy person's ramblings. But I look through those again and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a good idea. I revisited that energy and it got me in a better mood. So I chose to look forward to my new normal. Again, whatever that is, put that in air quotes. I anticipated having to be home more. So I had fun redecorating our backyard space to make it more fun to spend time in. I looked up some new recipes to try since I wouldn't be trying as many new dishes out at restaurants. I was going to be cooking at home more. So I removed those soul suckers and replaced them with the choice to be happier. And these recent events are just an example of soul sucking energy. This can happen to us every day with or without the crazy world situations that are going on. It's being the friend that always reaches out 
and stays in touch while the other person never texts, never calls, never checks in. It can be a relationship where you are always complimenting the other person or telling them how proud you are, only to have them point out all the bad things you've ever done or completely ignore the accomplishments and exciting events in your life. It's the client that swears they want to work with you, but is never happy with what you do for them, always challenges you, and never really follows through on what they're paying you for, like the guidance that you're giving them. It's the the job with zero room for growth when you know you have a ton of talent and ideas to offer. So I want you to stop giving out your energy. Stop giving it out to relationships that suck. Stop giving it out to clients you don't like working with or a job that you dread going to every day. Stop giving it out to Facebook groups and all the Karens and the Kyles in your community and the news. If it doesn't move you forward, motivate you, and bring happiness to your life, you don't need it right now. And if you can, cut things out. Or at the very least, if you can't cut them out, distance yourself from them as best as you can. And that seriously goes for everything. Despite being told that you're quote-unquote stuck with certain things in life or quote-unquote shouldn't give up on them, There is a time when you can and you should, and this applies to friendships, jobs, habits, even family members. You have control over what you include in your life, and I'm going to repeat that. You have control over what you include in your life. I'm giving you permission to have boundaries. Really, you should be giving yourself permission to have boundaries, and you need to hear that. Removing yourself from a relationship with friends and family can be hard, but it is sometimes necessary for your mental health and your spiritual well-being. You only get one life, one story to write, and it shouldn't be lived miserably. So if these relationships are preventing that and you've tried to improve them within your realistic capabilities, it's okay to step aside. And I get like work. That's a tough one. I know there are times we don't have a backup plan or something to transition to. So we have to stick around longer than maybe we'd like to support ourselves. But remember, we want to take actionable steps. We don't have to make everything perfect in our life or create this la-la land or, you know, have immediate results. But work towards refining your resume. Put out some feelers. Apply for something. Distance yourself from the crankiest of coworkers and choose, make a choice, to have a better attitude about doing what you do. Fire the clients that are draining your mood, always creating more work and stress for you, and find people that are maybe a better match for your offerings and your vibe and how you coach or teach or whatever it is that you do. And remember, your vibe is a choice. So. Don't wake up and throw yourself into a new vat of quicksand every day for no reason. Life doesn't have to be a constant struggle. We don't have to have turmoil like other people around us. That's like a a weird thing that it seems like we kind of all do to feel like we have connection with someone else. 
we complain to them. And if someone has the same problems, the same complaints, like we aren't alone, right? There's community in that. Like we're bonding. We're we're talking about all the same negative things. So we must be like the same person. We're bonded. I, I mean, that's kind of messed up when you think about it. Like we should be sharing more of the things we enjoy and, you know, we can share our hardships too. You know, if you need a better community, join this one. Pop in each week to listen by tapping subscribe, follow on Instagram, and connect with other people that relate to what we talk about on this podcast each week. So you aren't stuck with the the people and situations you currently have if they're not healthy for you. You don't have to put up with that soul-sucking energy from other people. It's okay to have your boundaries. It's okay to name them. And it's okay to go live your best life. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.loraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.